It's your guy Uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a one-to-one with Alex Ferguson. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on all our great content. What's going on at, um, at the Emirates? Because I'm confused. We, we had a podcast the other day. We, we discussed it. We said the transfers. We said, you've got too many defenders. And then you go out and sign three defenders in one day. No, we we, we did. Um <laughs> We do. I don't, to be honest, all right. We'll, okay, this we'll start with. Let's, 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 we'll, let's, do let's one, we'll do one each. We'll do one each. We'll do. I mean, not one each, but we'll go defender by defender. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, we'll start with David Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. David yep. Lewis. David okay. Lewis. So, the guy that I thought we had signed was David Luiz, the Brazilian. We signed his lookalike, David Lewis, who comes from. I don't know Peckham. I don't know where this guy comes from because I don't know. I don't know if it's the same David Luiz that was at Chelsea. Um yeah. dogs. Uh, probably Stepney. Yeah. Came from Stepney. Yeah. Stepney Green. Um, I I don't know. To be honest, I don't know why we gave him a year. We gave him a year extension. I think the year extension was always on the table. There was talk that he wanted two years. They wanted to only give him a year. And I, I believe, I thought he had kicked his last ball for Arsenal. I genuinely thought this was the last we was going to see of David Luiz. For all of the things why you wanted to sign him in the first place, whether that be experience, whether that, the fact that you've, he's won titles and all of that kind of stuff, was the same reason that I didn't want him in my team anymore. Because I just thought he wasn't helping. His experience wasn't beneficial. And I think when they've then sent out stats and saying... One in six matches. Um, to be fair, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't exactly remember all of it. But it was like a one in six leads to a goal, um, a mistake that leads to a goal. Nine is a penalty. One in 12 is a red card. Something along those lines, yeah? Mm. As experienced you are, that can't be your statistics. And don't get me wrong, in one match, you did all three of them. You was an error to your goal, a penalty and a red card. So it's not as bad, but... For me, he's not improved that defence one bit. And okay. if anything, he's made it a little bit worse because we expect so much of him. Okay. So why he got a contract, I'm not sure. I think he would... It is To be fair, Arsenal, I think we're potentially going to get rid of Socrates and we're going to get rid of Mustafi, in which case it leaves four centre-backs... Which or five centre backs, which is Pablo Mari. Um, who was the other one? Pablo Mari. The French guy coming. Callum through. Chambers. Callum Chambers. Um, holding. Holding and um, who's the new Is one? That the French guy. Yeah. So Willie Saliba. William Saliba. Yeah, and that would leave the five, and I think that was the five centre backs that go into next season, with the aim that you would start with probably David Luiz, but you would not end the season with him. So it would be, I would assume it'd be a careful phase out as the season goes on, as the rest of the defenders get better. But some of them do have, are slightly injury prone. So that might be something to do with it. Okay. My take from outside of looking in, right? You've got an opportunity to cut, you know, you're going to get rid of certain, you've got eight and a half, apparently, or eight, eight, Center halves, whatever it is, and you've got a chance to cut somebody. His contract's up. He, he, I don't even know if you would class him as your best defender, but 
but he's showing on on against Man City the other day. He obviously ain't your best defender. So why don't you just get rid of him and work on selling one of um, Mustafi and um, Socrates. Um, Socrates? Because it's in this day and age with Corona and all that, it must be harder to get a, a good value for somebody who's not really um, people are not after. They'll take somebody will take them, but look chasing them down the street, are they? So it would be easier just to say, okay, um, Louise or Lewis, your contract's up. We're not going to re-sign you. Keep, keep, kick rocks. Let's let's keep it moving. But yeah, you give them a new deal, and then now you're reliant on selling Socrates and Mustafi. It just, it, I just, it just beggars belief. And it, it was so surprising because I'm sure every Arsenal fan woke up confused about what the hell just happened there. Because everyone had him going out the door. As you said, you didn't think he would kick another ball for Arsenal, but now... I, I didn't, and I think again, similar to what they were saying is that now people have got loads of time to think on their hands and stuff like that and the media and social media, it kind of makes this it makes this whole decision seem even worse. And I use the word yeah. seem because I think there is a bit of kind of media spin doctory that makes it seem worse than it is which is more about the other two players that we'll talk about not so much him okay okay so we, we, we've got David, David Lewis he's, the, he's there for another year at least you signed Cedric yeah so Cedric what does what he, what, what he bring to Emirates Cedric for me is a right back who's a proven right back who's played in the Premier League who knows the game, all of that kind of stuff, and I think is there to give competition to Bayerin. And also, we didn't have a second right-back. We were playing midfielders that didn't want to be there, and I think it was Dell's favourite player that was playing there. So actually, second for as a right-back, second favourite player, yeah, for yeah. Him, probably behind Theo. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I think as a right-back, I think it's, it's shrewd business. Like, and I think... There, I mean, I saw a statistic today on, on um, Twitter that said, oh, talk about the fact that Arsenal are rebuilding. Uh, we've signed two players on four-year deals and they've played a combination of, I don't know, 145 minutes or some nonsense like that, yeah? And I thought about it and I thought to myself, but hold on, any time you sign a player, they usually, sign, they usually have played zero minutes for you. So, like, why the headline? Do you know what I mean? You yeah. give a person a contract and you've never seen him kick a ball the first time. At least this way, you bought him on loan with the intention to sign him. Yeah. What do you mean? Even the whole the Suarez, the the deal for Cedric was one of those deals. It was. That was the whole point of it. The deal was because potentially you paid so much money so that you could sign him on a free. You didn't put a loan deal and go for all of that to say that I didn't want to sign him. So obviously you saw something in him. He wasn't a stop guard, stop start just for the rest of the season. So I feel like there's why we got him. And the same with Pablo Mari. Um, apparently Arteta wanted a left-sided, um, a left-footed centre-back. He is that left-footed centre-back. He does have experience. Um, he played well in the... Oh, it's not called it. It's not called this World Club Championship against Liverpool. Um, and I think he's, he's again he's had a bit of Premier League experience in Man City. I don't think he's played any. I don't think he played any games. But do you know what I mean? So I think he's been there or better about. I'm looking forward to the season. I end of the day, I've written off this season. So let's just see what we're going to do for the next season, isn't it? Okay. 
So then you then you so that's the three of them that you signed. And then we so also then... gave um, Thingy an extension because he I think he's going back to Spain. Um, centre midfielder. Oh, but yes, to the, to the end of this season. Yeah, to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. So he's just yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. I, I don't think he. He, he's going to stay at Arsenal, and I don't think I don't think he wants to stay. And I don't think Arsenal want him to stay. I think he's just there because they need the bodies, yeah, yeah. rather than, than um, he's what they want in in the long term. Okay, so then take, that takes me to the next point. So we've covered the decisions to make these signings reality. Take us through. I've, I've heard. I mean, I've heard a few Arsenal fans kind of having a, a meltdown about the prospects of Arsenal. They don't seem as upbeat as you do. They've they've talked about the worries they have about you know their midfield being a bit flaky, to say the least, and just generally not knowing what direction you're going in. I think there was one comment about um, uh, what's the youngster's name from um, Arsenal, the Brazilian guy striker Martinelli. Um, Martinelli. Martinelli. So Martinelli um, hadn't played a single minute since we've been back and he, and before the break he was one of your best players and they were like why is he not picking him obviously it's turned out he's he's out for the season injured so maybe that could have been part of the reason and next but there's only and what? next season he's long term yeah he? I think... be lucky to yeah. be back by Christmas okay. so they say whoa that's a bad one Um so then there's all these kind of it just it, it kind of senses that there's Fear amongst the fans, which brings I don't want to say, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A kind of crisis club because you're not in crisis, you're not going out of business, like, but there's there's definitely a lot of work right. to be done at Arsenal, it seems. The, the work is my thing is this the work has always, has always been there to be done, yeah. The problem is, is that in the latter years of Arsene Wenger. What what unified or united the Arsenal fans as a kind of collection was the fact that we could moan. It was the fact that um, we felt that us moaning and us being depressed was the thing that united us. That's what made AFTV as popular as it is, because it was that kind of depressing. So we have, so everything we do now is we just still continue to moan. And I'm going to be real. I have. Two Arsenal WhatsApp groups on my phone, yeah? Mm-hmm. Arsenal can win. There will be no comments. There will be, like, four comments, yeah? If Arsenal lose or Arsenal drop a point or anything, my phone goes into meltdown. 300 messages, yeah? And my thing is this. Why do we not have the same energy when we do something good? Or why do we not have the same energy when we win? Because, as a collective, we've just got used to moaning. We're like a banter club, <laughs> Yeah, people that are not Arsenal fans, yeah, just literally they cannot wait until AFTV comes out after the game. I mean, <laughs> I've seen like Arsenal fan TV right now with like four or five of them sitting there watching the match, yeah, and they're still going into meltdown, <laughs> bruv. Like, and don't get me wrong, I know it's my club, yeah, and I know it seems like I'm like I'm being a bit <laughs> you're like, doing harsh, exactly yeah? what you said. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm not moaning about, I'm not moaning about. Arsenal, I'm moaning about the fans. Like it's not like, Arsenal doesn't like. Yes, it's, it's, it can be a bit depressing because you don't win. But my thing is this: as good as Liverpool are, mm. yeah, the last time they won the league title was 1990. Yeah, so that's 30 yeah. years. Yeah, 
Okay. And in that time, yes, they've won a couple Champions Leagues and all of that kind of stuff, yeah. Arsenal haven't won the league since 2004. Yeah. We're coming up to 16 years that we haven't won the title. Yeah. Wow. So at what point are we going to have this kind of expectation? Because that's what it is. It's an expectation yeah. that we should be higher than we are. Why? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. And I had this conversation with my brother the other day. No, but you have that expectation because that's what Arsene Wenger gave you. He gave you that expectation. He told you, don't worry about how, don't worry about what trophies we win. I will qualify for the Champions League. Don't worry about how um, how we play. I will qualify for the Champions League. Look at that youngster coming through. You worried about everything else except winning, and that's what's come home to roost. And that's the only this only good point that um, what's his name Jose Mourinho has had in his entire time in English football that you took your eye off the winning aspect and just it was okay to to finish fourth. What? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that that has set in stone. Now, okay, maybe you just want to watch. Wait, no, wait. no, hold on, hold on. The fans that turn up just want to watch good football, be entertained, and go home. No, that okay, isn't let me, the let, point. Let me let, let me bring that into perspective, though. Yeah. But to, to, to be fair to Arsene Wenger, because I'm a big fan of his, like <laughs> that, that. No, I'm not a big fan of his. I'm not a big fan of his. I don't think he's that good. I'm, okay, but the, the thing is, he was building. He was actually building a club. Um, from that was moving from a twenty seat a thirty seat stadium to a sixty, he, and he, so he had a lot. Forgive, of forgive, my, forgive so, my French here, wait, but wait, French wait, is the wait, language wait, of that no, club. Wait, oh, that's no, wait, a load of wait, merit. Wait, wait, come on, wait, wait. But that's a similar, that's a similar thing to what people going on about what Daniel Levy's having to go through now, no. where he's. No. Yes, it's a case of you're you're now having to build your wait, club. To this the is next the level. reason why I'm going to say no. What you forget is when Arsene Wenger took over, it was only three years previous that they won the league under George Graham. So don't, don't get no, it no, twisted. Did, no, 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 no. No, no, we hadn't won the league since 1991. And then when did you win it we again? Won the, the, sorry, oh, so... 98. 98, so seven years. It was seven years from Graham to... Seven years, two managers, no? I think. Yeah, yeah. seven years, no, two yeah, managers. No, yeah, we had George Graham... And then we had Bruce Riock. We had yeah, Bruce Riock yeah, yeah. when George Graham so got seven done years, for, two managers. Yeah, so seven years, two managers before you won the league. So you had a team that had you had players who had won the league still at your club. Yeah, and then he and then he took them. You're talking about what Arsene Wenger did. He had to manage this, that, and the other. No, he didn't. He took a back four that had for the previous five seasons been England's back four. No, I'm not talking about that. That's, that's nonsense. You're, yeah, no, you're, you're talking about what he's juggling. No, no, let me. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he took his club from Highbury to Emirates. Okay, that's not. Let me finish. Let, let me finish it. my point. It was, it let was, me finish my point. He started off by winning. Right, and then he's blaming the fact that he can't win anymore. On he can't keep his players because he's moving to a new stadium. He's building a sixty thousand seat stadium. Okay, fine. But then what happened in the years after when you played off that? He still hadn't won anything because it wasn't about winning any longer. It wasn't about winning. When he got there, when he first got there, it was about winning. That's the only thing he was interested in. 
But then the rest of it took over. And you know when the rot sitting at Arsenal? When he started doing everything. He was a chief scout. He would negotiate contracts. He would do the scouting. I said he would do the scouting. He would pick the teams, the youth team, the under-18 team. He did everything. So where's his eyes on the prize about winning? And now, uh, and now for Arsenal, it's not about winning. It's not about winning. Well, no, of course it's not about. But That's I think we've, we've been sidetracked by, uh, by Arsene Wenger a bit here. No, but what we're saying that... is, no, no, we've been sidetracked because you're, you're going to ask. It's, it's not, not about Arsene Wenger. Yeah, you're, about... You know, you're you're just focusing on what? Arsene Wenger a bit. It's about the club. Well, he was there for 25 years, so you can't not focus yeah. on Arsene. Well, we're talking. We're, talk, we're talking. We can because it's time's moved on. We're talking about what it currently sits in and what Mikel Arteta has to do to get things oh, right. God. Like any other manager, like Klopp had to get things right, or the people after um, who, who won the title for um, Kenny Dalglish after him. What do, what do the managers have to do to get things back right at a so-called big club? So this is what it's about. So let's. But that's what we're talking about. That's second. what we're talking about. We're talking about Arsene Wenger okay. started so, the rot by taking his eye off the ball. If to okay, get it back, so to the get it okay, back, they now. need. He's gone okay, now. let me finish. He's okay, gone let now. me finish. So we're talking about Mika Arteta. What does he need? He needs to get that winning mentality. He needs to get that winning mentality. It has to be all about winning. And he's started off pretty badly with those three signings because. I don't think. No, no, no. We no, he has. And I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you the example that I'm going to use is that um, with example for. David Luiz, what's he bringing to the table? Why give it? Why be generous and give him one year? Just get him out. Even if your club suffered, the whole focus has got to be about winning. Get him out. It's about winning. I want to come first. I don't want to come second. Get him out. Bye bye. See you later. I don't need you. Oh, but you're not going to have the experience. Don't care. Bye bye. I'm focusing on all my other players. My attention. This is a young coach. He's got many years in him, and if you think he's good, you go. You don't need that old hag. I'll get you some other experienced defender. He's proven to be rotten. I'll get you the right guy. You 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 are ruthless. David Luis, goodbye. You you need that and what you should do is what I, I my favourite manager at the moment, it would seem. Alex Ferguson. He went in there and he got rid of Paul McGrath. Paul McGrath who went on to win um he was um, Aston Villa's player of the year. It, everybody wanted him at their club, but he would train like twice a week. Alex Ferguson went, off you go, you're out. I, ca- I, can't, I can't deal with you. You're, you're okay. out of my club. So, so you let, focus on that winning let, mentality. Let, okay, that's your point. Let's, 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 let's get the Tottenham guy off the Arsenal subjects for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what that's got Nate, to do with it. Nate. Yeah, well, What's that got to do with it? You know, somebody... Nate, let you're, you're a diehard yep. Arsenal fan, so I just want to get your your your, your view on um, Arsenal Wenger. And not see the it's how it's you then. So it's you. Oh, Mikhail. Mikhail. I I gave you the stat the other day or the option who will get sacked first between Mourinho and Arteta. You said Mourinho. Fair enough. Yeah. But I'm starting to worry in the sense that is this job. That Mikel Arteta's got on his hands too big for him. In the, no, and what I mean by that is that he's going to have to do a lot of shifting of players, and 
Dell's already stated that he's been, he, in his in his eyes, been too afraid to get rid of um, uh, of David Lewis. So, Not is sick. he the guy to come in and 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 clear out so-called dead wood at Arsenal in order to get you back to that winning mentality? Because he, no, we know he can play the football, but you know, can he do the other part of the game? Yeah, and like I said, I, like I said, there's a reason why he still plays David Lewis, isn't it? There's a reason. Which so is... he must like he must like certain qualities in him. Like I said, <laughs> obviously at the moment we get to see we get to see Saturday games or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday games at the right, moment. Yeah? Like I don't know what happens in the training. Yeah. I don't know what happens in training. I don't know how, all that kind of stuff. But whatever it is, there's a reason that they brought him back to the club. There's a reason that since he's been there, he continues to play him. Not just because you're a body. Mm. You know I'm saying there must be a reason why the manager likes you. Yeah, it, it's it's what a weird one because it's not really sometimes about you or your ability. It sometimes does the manager like you or that, can you fit into the manager's plans? At the moment, he seems like David Lewis can fit into his plans. Whether that's his long term plans or his short term plans, I'm yet to know. Right. Yeah, but at least in the short term, David. Um, Arteta looks at him and says, okay, there's something that David Luiz has to offer. Okay. Also, you've got to understand, David Luiz isn't a player that he brought either. David Luiz is a player that he inherited that was already... So at then why keep him? Yes, you had... The... Because obviously, like I said, there, there must be a reason that he likes him. But the, but the, balance, the balance is this. Right? If you're a young manager, right, and you've got a decision to make about a member of your team, Right. Yeah, but also, sorry, also that we've also got to look. That it's no luck. You see, if this was Wenger, and I don't mean to go back to him, yes, Wenger no. makes every single decision. Apparently, in the club, we can't yeah? go back to him. at that Apparently time. We're changing the subject. No, 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 no. What I'm no, we are changing something. <laughs> but I'm saying at that time, the manager made all those decisions. Yeah. At this time, when you have a director of football, you have this, you have that, and you are quote unquote the head coach. I don't believe that you necessarily make all those decisions anymore. Okay. So even if Arteta, I don't, I don't believe Arteta can say, "I don't want in my club, get out of my club," because if a Edu and Raul, whatever his name is, decide they want to keep him, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Okay, so that brings me to my next question. Then, so in that environment, can Arteta really succeed? Because say if there's a player that you desperately wants and you can't get, how? I'm not too sure you, he's of that stature to be able to confront those two men that you mentioned and get his way because he needs to get his way in order to, to implement his rules and his his vision you know I what, think you, if it makes sense they'll make sense you know what you can't you can't make that as people who discuss football like we do you can't make that shout that he can't succeed in that if they have that if no I'm, I'm asking no, no, okay, I'm okay, asking, we can't, we can't ask that, answer that question right because it has to be if Arsenal believe in this guy they have to get him where he wants. It's as simple as that. And if they don't, then they'll know the reason for his failure. You know, and to to use my club as an example, they haven't won the league in oh, I can't even count it, it's that long, right? There's only one there's only one people to blame. They've blamed all these managers. It's the club. It's not it's not the managers themselves on their own, it's the club who hasn't who haven't helped the manager at that time. See what I mean? And if they don't help this guy now, they won't succeed. Arsene Wenger succeeded because 
they did pretty much everything that he wanted. I mean, go and get me this young guy in Italy. They've only just signed him from France. Nobody knows him. He's going to be a world superstar. What? I'm not getting him. I'm Arsenal. I'm signing people like Dennis Bergkamp. I want him. Nobody else. They got him. It's that's it's that kind of thing that you have to commit to, and if they don't commit that that way to um, uh, Mikhail, he's not going to succeed. Okay, okay. Let let's end it on a good note then, Nate. Tell me, end of the season. What happens to you guys? What what does the end of the season look like for you? Um, we we hope that we win the FA Cup. Okay, so you, he he brings home a trophy. Yeah. Would that would that enough for it depends for the club yeah they've won something for some of the fans some of them might celebrate it not Arsenal TV AFTV don't they're, they're going to go into meltdown and I think it's, <laughs> my, my thing is I'm going to be honest with you the only reason why it upsets me because it's uh, I don't know maybe we're in London and maybe it's my club I notice it more yeah but we are the only club that we, we are our own worst enemy no, I think I think other clubs are like that as well. But those clubs have been uh, have a his- history of not winning. See you know what I mean? You're the only club who has a history of winning who is who is like that. Mm. See you know what I mean? Who, who who's got that history and then spend that time really just kicking kicking themselves harder than the opposition has done. Yeah, you know that went quick. Well, we'll be back again soon with another episode for you to listen to. So tune in then.